Bro, guys, basically, I'm back. I know everyone's been waiting for this um, episode. I don't know for how long, but it's finally here. My first guest was always going to be a family member. And I managed to get my sister to finally come <laughs> on and speak, which I'm so happy about. So my sister, her name is Jennifer. I'm going to get her to introduce herself. So Jennifer, whenever you're ready. Hi, guys. It's Jennifer speaking. I'm happy to be on the podcast. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, just going to see how it goes. What? You sound so refreshing. Because <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I'm so dead. No, no, honestly, I appreciate you. Obviously, you know, scheduling and, you know, it's been a lot because I know we're both busy. You know, we're both in full-time jobs. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you, obviously, finally making time. Just like a heads up to anyone that's listening right now, there's, there, there might be times where I speak English and it just goes straight to speaking, pull out. So just giving everyone a heads up now. If you know what, what I'm saying, you know, you understand then. Good. If you don't know then, sorry. So there's a way in the sign. But yeah, I'm just, just giving a heads up. How are you, um, Jennifer? I'm good. You know, just busy working as usual. But when I tell you guys, she's always, always working. Literally hasn't got time to be doing anything. This is literally why I've managed to, well, we've managed to obviously find um, time and place today. So, you know, I'm glad, like I said, I appreciate you finding the time to do this with me because when I tell you, a lot of people have been messaging me, telling me when is my sister was, well, she's here now. You know, she's finally here, guys. Yeah, I'm here now, guys. Exactly. So she's finally here. This episode, I feel like, personally, inshallah, it will be a good one because it's something very, it's personal, something very close to us. But yeah, I want to give you that chance to do it on a wider platform because I don't think me and you, we sat down and Jenny had this conversation. And I feel like, like I said, I've seen your growth. You know, I've seen you growing to the individual that you are now. It's just, yeah, now, honestly, I'm, I'm being dead, dead serious. Um. I've seen like a lot of changes, good, good changes. And, you know, mom's definitely, definitely proud of you. Thank and, you, you. Know, I, you know, I always say that as well. You've accomplished a lot of things in this life. You know, may Allah continue to bless you always. You. So, you know, um, I don't know how I want to start this, but I feel like we have to go all the way back to 2012. Oh, God. I can't believe it's been 10 years, you know, it's crazy, you know. Going back to 2012, right? What I remember, mom told us that she's got a job in Milton Keynes. And, you know, mom, she's always, you know, mom knows to stay in one place. Yeah, That's one thing about her. Love to travel. Holland days as well. Born in Arnhem, right? We lived mm-hmm. from here. Then her. Then we came here. We lived in London for a bit. Stayed in Reading for a bit. Then we settled in Coventry. Yeah. And obviously, out of nowhere, she just said, oh, you know, she's got a good job. She found a good job in Milton Keynes. And then... That you know, rest was, that was it for us, our free go. Yeah, literally. So yeah, going back to twenty twenty twelve. So when we when we moved to Milton Keynes, what was going through your mind? I mean, obviously at the time that we first moved, it was more like, you know, it was always in summer holiday, so we wouldn't start school until September. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, like I don't want to make new friends. I don't want to meet new people. Like we were so comfortable in our, you know, upbringing at a time where we lived in Coventry. So for us to be so used to that and to move to a completely new city that we've never heard of and kind of get used to like a new environment was just a bit difficult. Mm -hmm. But I think eventually we got there because obviously we had each other in it. So it's just one of those ones. Um, 
But yeah, I think at first I was just confused. It wasn't like a thing where I was looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. It was more sad that I was leaving my friends that I was growing up with since primary school. So yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can imagine, you know, like, we we stayed in college for, like, how, I think it was, like, eight years, I think. I think it was eight years. And, obviously, we developed all these friendships with the fr- with our friends at the time, innit? So, obviously, like, I get it, you know, we're leaving a whole different um city to go to a different city that we've never heard before. So, again, we have to we have to go through that whole process of making um new friends. And, I also, I can imagine that can be daunt- daunting, you know? Like, it can be scary. So, yeah, Milton Keynes, August 2012. I think with, personally, for me, I feel like, when when before we moved to Milton Keynes, right? Mm-hmm. Mom, like, I need to understand this, right? Mom was not; she had no illness. She wasn't sick. She had no she had, she had no long term illness. Right? Yeah, not that we were aware of, anyways. Yeah, he was aware of, anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. But as soon as we moved to Milton Keynes, things just started going downhill. Is it just me or? Um, yeah, I would agree. To be fair, I'd say. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't really, like, excited or anything. It was just a new environment, kind of get used to it. But then, obviously, when everything happened in August, it was just, it was very unexpected. I don't think anyone expected that to happen. Yeah, and this is what I say to people. I feel like unexpected deaths are actually the worst. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, Nene, Nene means mom, by the way, for those who don't speak full out, isn't it? Um, Nene, yeah, there was, like, like I said, what I remember, she was all good she was all good it, yeah. was, there was nothing wrong with her that there was actually nothing wrong with her but as soon as we came to mk it was just it was that like, i was shocked i think it was more of a thing where i wasn't worried about myself i was more worried about her mm. in terms of like obviously she was working two jobs mm. we didn't move to milton Keynes straight away she moved before we did because mm. of her job there and then mm. was coming back to coventry and working her other job so She's yeah. always had two jobs where she, you know, been on her feet all the time, not really resting kind of thing. So I think I was just thinking, oh, my God, like, she needs to rest because she's overdoing it. And dad was the same as well. Like, Baba um, was, oh, Baba means dad, by the way. Um, Baba was the same as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he was obviously telling her to relax and not to overdo it and stuff. But I think she was just so motivated to just work I don't think she enjoyed not working mm-hmm. and it's weird because at the time I didn't understand it but I'm like that now where mm-hmm. I feel very weird when I don't work mm-hmm. so yeah and I think like to this day obviously I admire mom you know we all know the reason why she was she was working as much as she can to provide for us mm-hmm. you know, for university and all of that and obviously like I'm handling like, I'm, I'm we're, we're both grateful you know we've got our degrees you know Yes, we graduate. Yes, you're, you know, psychotherapy counseling, and you did um, what was it you did again? Wow, you really forgot, guys. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You definitely don't remember my course. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Is international is international relations and media? Yeah, media. I asked the other way around. Okay, my bad, my bad, (laughs) my bad. But yeah, um, but yeah, like, like I said, I obviously admire her. I think that's what motivated me to finish uni because obviously uni everyone knows it's stressful it's really really hard you know there's days you want to you know you want to quit you want to drop out but I think knowing that Nene obviously was um working as much as she can to provide for us 
that motivated me, motivated me to stay. I don't know about you, but for me, that's what wanted me to continue to finish my degree. Because obviously there was days where I want to drop out. Yeah. Especially during the crisis time. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. During COVID times. I just, yeah, it wasn't easy. I can't lie. My days. Final year all online. No, I don't know how we actually pulled it off. Sweden. I'm so sorry. We deserve to get refunds for Sweden Finance. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, honestly, because but the way this economy is set up right now, yeah, and this government, we ain't no, getting refunds for this, nothing. This, this UK, yeah. No, 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 no. We, we need refunds because the final year and doing dissertation in during COVID. What? And other assignments on top of that as well. Mm-hmm. Like we had assignments back to back. And exams as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, my days. Now, looking back, uni was... um. Was too much. Yeah, yeah, it was. But um, yeah, I I remember telling mom as well, like, I I always told her she needs to um just re- just rest, just this it's like it's okay to rest. No, no one's telling her to just has to work like every single day. Like mm-hmm. I get why she was doing it, but at the same time, it wasn't that it wasn't good for her to be good you know to be working all the time but I get, we get it you know I get why she did what she did I mean the way I see it like I said at the time I didn't understand many of the things that happened mm-hmm. and why they were happening I'm very grateful always had Baba present from mm-hmm. the jump mm-hmm. so alhamdulillah obviously grateful for that mm-hmm. in a way as well though mum was working basically a bit more than dad mm-hmm. um, and dad stayed at home with us and he actually built a relationship with us from mm-hmm. when we were children mm-hmm. so I think it would have been very very weird mm-hmm. if when mom died we didn't have that relationship with dad that we have at the time it mm-hmm. would have been a very massive change for us to like get now used to just being around dad yeah I don't know we were so used to him being around obviously it was a change because mom passed away but it wasn't a change in the sense of dad being there and then him being like the sole provider him doing everything for us you know when we were going through situations like he would be there for us kind of thing so mm-hmm. I'm really grateful that dad was there mm-hmm. may Allah obviously continue to bless Baba in this life and then mm-hmm. honestly um that that's what you a real man right there by the way I'm dead that's what you see a what real is- man Dad, no, honestly, Baba is a definition of... Yeah, yeah. Because he lost his wife. He lost his soulmate. He was grieving. Mm-hmm. He had four girls. The youngest at the time being four years old, by the way. Yeah. Like, and he did not even... I think the only time he ever showed us emotional, like him being upset about mum's death was the actual day. Yeah. that, he didn't show any sort of, like, him being sad or anything like that. So... Like I said, that man there, a real man, yeah. honestly. Nah, nah, big up Baba all the time, man, honestly. May Allah continue to bless him with his life and his snacks. May Allah accept all of his prayers and his doors. I mean, I mean, and protect him mm-hmm. at all times. I mean, now nah, honestly, that Baba knows. But yeah, going back to um, uh, Milton Keynes, 2020, August. Um, I don't know if you remember. I remember, mum, I remember that. I remember we were, I think it was either me or dad that was taken up the stairs mm-hmm. and she I remember she just fainted in the bathtub yeah yeah I remember it was um it was dad because I remember she wanted to go to work and then Baba was like no you're not going to work yeah like no like I feel fine I'm gonna go to work 
Bible was like, no, you need to rest. It's either we take it to the Laptan. Oh, Laptan means hospital. hospital. It's the Laptan. Yeah. You stay here and rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, okay, let me go shower. She was in the bathtub. And then, yeah. Uh, I think Baba was basically on standby. Because mm. he didn't want to just like, you know. No, he didn't want to. He didn't want to either. Yeah. No, but then I was, he was waiting yeah. outside and then he heard her fall. And then luckily the bathroom door was unlocked. So he just went straight in and like obviously helped her. And then we all, we all heard like a loud thud upset. Yeah. Um, what, what just happened kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, I don't know if they went, because I remember they tried to go to a hospital. Mm. I don't know if it was the same day or if it was the next day mm. had to go to the hospital and um, they basically said that there's nothing wrong there's nothing that they could do yeah that that I'll, I'll never forget that you know yeah neither, neither no, like, I think it, like, they know, basically got turned away yeah you know you know I don't think it was hospital it was the GP I remember fishing me GP we, we walked there oh my god yeah yeah we yeah, walked yeah, there by the way and I remember we went in there be patients there yeah yeah, we went there, and then obviously they were like, "Nah," like, and this is my thing. Oh, you know, even t- like, like talking about that situation, it just gets me angry because we didn't have to go all the way to Coventry to do to take her to the hospital. We didn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah, that's the next thing that happened after that, guys. Like, once they turned us away and said, I think the reason that they said that they couldn't, um, like, do anything about Nana being ill or not feeling well was because of her like GP history or documents or something. They didn't have it on their system. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure in the mm-hmm. United Kingdom in 2012. Yeah. 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 2012. Yeah. 2012. 2012. <laughs> um, what's it called? That they would have been able to search her name up and find out, do you know what, like her history, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they clearly didn't go that far or they tried to and then they said that they couldn't find anything which is a lie mm. um, so that's what made her come back home and then we went to Coventry the next day and I remember the day like obviously the day we went to Coventry guys by the way is the day that she passed away so mm-hmm. I remember like we woke up mm-hmm. and then dad was like oh, um email email we're gonna go to Coventry so we were like oh, okay we're going to Coventry and he was like, yeah, we're going to say... Oh, wait, you may, you may means wake up, by the way. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, there's no, there's um, that, yeah. What's it called? Um, we were in the car. And I remember in the car, I was sat behind her and I was holding her hand the whole way because she wanted me to hold her hand. Yeah. And I remember I was sitting next to her and I was just holding, like... I think I was holding, like, her shoulders. Yeah. And obviously, she, didn't, she, she, wasn't, she wasn't wearing a, um, a seatbelt, in it. Yeah. And I was just holding onto her. And I just remember, like... I just I remember just how many kind of like her her just like her face. She looked very weak. I remember mm-hmm. I remember seeing that the, like the skin of the color of her skin, you know, was fading. Like she did not like look like her usual self. Yeah, you know. And I was I kind of out for me how I was feeling at that time. I was very very worried. I was scared as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, I didn't think anything was going to happen. I just thought she's just going to go to the hospital. Yeah. They're going to give her some sort of medication and she'll be fine. Because yeah. even then, when we got dropped off at Tanti Umu's house, mm-hmm. um, and, like, they went, I remember, well, to be fair, not at the time, afterwards I found out that um, 
And then I wanted us to go with her, me and you. But yeah. then he, um, Cadiz and Binta at um, Tanti's house. But then Baba was like, no, they should stay in mm-hmm. case, like, you know, you have to stay overnight or anything like that, which I hear, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then little did we know that was the last time we saw her yeah, alive. And that... Like, that was literally the last time that we saw her alive. And, and then I, I remember yeah. us just kind of just keeping ourselves busy playing or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, wait, how old was you when it happened? Because I was... I was, I was 15. Yeah, I was thirteen. Because I was going to year eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thirteen. Um, and yeah, so that happened, and then we were just keeping ourselves busy. Next thing you know, Tanti's getting the phone call. I think um, it was Nendelikato that called her, Mm -hmm. and told her to bring us to their house. Mm Um, so then. Oh, Nanjikato was our auntie, by the way. Yeah, our mom's younger sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we then, got, I think we got in the taxi and we went mm-hmm. to their house. Mm-hmm. And then, like, our cousin, um, Halima, bless her, like, whenever we would go to their house, it would always be, like, good vibes, you know, um, like, us just playing with her or whatever, doing whatever we were doing with her, to be fair. But... Mm-hmm. That day, I knew something was wrong because she wasn't really talking as much and she was very, like, there was something just off and I mm-hmm. couldn't pinpoint what it was. Mm-hmm. And she would, like, avoid answering questions about Nene. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, maybe she knows something, but that we don't know. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Um, but she was just keeping herself busy in the Kodi yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, is everything okay? Like, did something happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I was worried. Um, but then I think out of everyone, we were the last ones to know. Yeah. Everyone else knew before us, but we were the last ones to know, I think, because they wanted Baba to come back from the hospital and then to tell us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <sighs> that day is very, that day will, will always be in our minds, like, like, I, I think, like, till this day, you know, like, we was not expecting for that to happen. Like, I, ex- you know, especially when I had my graduate, well, we had our graduation. But you had your graduation this year, innit? And I had mine last year, innit? Yeah, mine was been Yeah, like, things like that, you know, not seeing mom there like that, it's just, it hits you, you know? Mm-hmm. It really, really does. Um... But yeah, um, going back to the 5th of August, um, I remember how I reacted when obviously I found out. I remember, I think I was upstairs. Yeah, we were I, all upstairs. Yeah, we were, we were upstairs, isn't it? Yeah, upstairs. You we know, chit chat in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I heard, I heard screaming and crying downstairs. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then, and then I ran downstairs and I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" You know, <laughs> like, why is everyone, no, honestly, I'm like, "Why is everyone?" You know. Yeah, and then what I knew, I knew that it was. I knew something bad happened when Dad was was upset. He was crying. I knew something definitely went. Something was wrong, hundred percent. And I remember how I was. I remember when obviously, um, Nell Castle, right? She's the one that's always said it. And then obviously, I just had Dad to say, you know, she was like, obviously, you know, then in my mind, I mean, your mom passed away, um. And obviously, I looked at dad to say, like, is she being for real? And I remember dad just being very, um, you know, he was obviously crying. 
Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, Nena Maya, Nena Maya. That's basically like, you know, your mom's gone, your mom is gone, you know. And I remember how I reacted. I remember, I remember, I must have fainted. I fainted. Yeah. I, I fainted. I remember being and, told and about I, that. Because in my head, I'm thinking this has to be a, like a dream, like a nightmare kind of thing. And it is not real. Mm-hmm. I remember I fainted for like two or three seconds. Well, you know, came like an African, I guess. And then everyone around me was just, you know, crying like tears. And I just remember start. I was bursting in so much tears. Like, how did you, like, how was your, because I don't remember. I think he was. You, when I came, basically, yeah, I think yeah. you, Cadiz and Binta were the first ones to find out because you guys went downstairs um, straight away. Yeah. I, I was um, holding on my daddy, who was mm-hmm. our little cousin. He was like a few months old. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think two or three. So I was like with him, basically mm-hmm. babysitting him. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't like go downstairs as quickly as you guys could in it. So I was like, oh, let me just go down. Because no one came back upstairs after. I was like, okay, let me go downstairs and see what's actually going on. Yeah. So I go downstairs. You're on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, whoa, yeah. what is going on here? What did mm-hmm. I miss? Yeah. And then I remember Baba was stood against the window. And he was like stood up and then he looked back at me and then mm-hmm. I was like, Baba Konawadi, that basically means Baba, what what's happened? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, Nen Mabi Fitini. I was like, wait, what? This has to be a joke. Then my auntie said the same thing. I said, Hold on. This is a joke, right? Like I didn't believe it straight away. And then I remember like I think five minutes later. It's when I sat down near the um, near the fireplace that they had in their house, mm-hmm. and I was sat there and I was literally crying and I couldn't stop crying. Mm. Like I was crying for days, mm. days on end. Oh my god! I remember. I just I, like it. It was Ramadan as well. It was like the last yeah. days of Sunnah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like. Even when it was time to break our fast, I was not eating. Like, I lost so much weight. Yeah. Like, back then I was kind of skinny anyway. But, bro, like, I was skinnier than skinny mm. after that situation. Because it was, yeah, mm. it was something that none of us expected. Yeah, like I said, it was just um, very unexpected. And I remember as well, I, I didn't, I don't know about you, but I didn't sleep um, at all. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, a lot. You know, when you know people are coming to say, said, you know, say their condolences and whatnot. Like, it was like non-stop. That right. Yeah, I didn't have house time. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. Um, so I did like we. I don't. I don't know about you. I didn't have like the time to take everything in because obviously there was aunties and these uncles that kept coming. I'm just like, bro. Like I'm tired of hearing that. Yeah. Honestly. Why do you translate that in English? I don't know. I don't have to. Say it's basically it. like. You have to stay strong in a way, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that day was um it was crazy. Yeah. And I remember and then we had school. We had school like three weeks later. Bear in yeah. mind, guys, that we we were all starting a new school. New like, school in a new city. Oh my days. It was just crazy. Like so yeah, let's let's talk about that then actually, the transition. So, so obviously, dad told us about mum, you know, and with that, that's the that's where like obviously the grieving period started for us, yeah. And obviously, we stayed in Coventry for a bit, and then we eventually um went to um Milton Keynes, back to Milton Keynes, right? Yeah. So and 
And I during remember, the what's it called? Yeah, oh, sorry, I was gonna say. Yeah, go during on. the um summer period, by the way, guys. After Nana passed away, we were in between Coventry and Milton Keynes, so we'd come and stay with our auntie in mm. Coventry, and then go back to Milton Keynes a bit, and then come back up, kind of thing. Yeah, I remember the time was back and forth, and it was quite a lot. Even that, it was like that for like, I think three years. You know, we were traveling to Coventry basically every weekend. Mm. Or they would come down, kind of thing. Yeah, when we eventually um started in Milton Keynes, I remember when we obviously um started secondary school there. You started before me, didn't you? You went in before me. Yeah, yeah, you did. So yeah, yeah, it was t- weird. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about that. How was that? Obviously, you've just lost, you know, we lost mum, and you started year nine, isn't it? not year, not year ten. Yeah, year it was nine, year right? nine for me, man. Yeah, yeah, I remember, okay. oh, the new girl, the new girl. Yeah. Yeah, so oh. how was that transition then for obviously grieving and then you going into second year school and starting year nine, like, and, and obviously, I don't know about you, you know, not, not be able to, like, be in tune with your emotions, not, not I'm able to, like, actually be like, oh, okay, this is what happened to me um, when I was 13, you know? How was how Yeah, because my birthday yeah. was, oh, my God. My birthday was around the corner as well, oh, guys. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. guys, I'm a Libra, you know. Anywho, yeah. my birthday yeah. was around the corner too, and I felt like I couldn't celebrate because too much was going on in my life. Like, hmm. it was crazy. But school, I remember starting school, like, it was all right. It was a bit weird, obviously, because I didn't know anyone. But they were very, like, supportive. I remember the first day that I started, they, like, I had my tutor and the head of year sit me down because they obviously knew the situation with mum and they were, like, talking to me about it and saying that if I ever needed, like, time out or any any sort of support to let them know. And they were very supportive, to be fair. Like, shout out to my tutor, Mr. Ritson. Love him, man. Yeah, they were all supportive. For me, it was mainly, I think, people making comments. So, obviously, you know how it goes, guys. New school, you're the new person. People try, like, to nitpick at you to see what kind of person you are. Obviously, a couple people tried to do the whole Ask a Femme thing. Say, horrible, horrible Ask a Femme. Yeah. And I lie. I yeah. do not believe what I was reading. I think one of them was like, oh, your mom's not really dead. I saw her in KFC. I was so... Yeah, shocked. I remember that. I remember that. And people making fake accounts. Yeah. Bro, like, it was a lot. Like, I actually cried because I was like, it was yeah. still fresh. And it was just like, who who is doing this? Obviously, in the end, we found out who it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my girl got dealt with. She oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I remember, I remember, um, what's it called? Ask Your was such a... Oh, yeah, that phrase was... Oh, the horrible. things people would say. Yeah, like, especially talking dead. about mom. You're lying. I was thinking, bro, like, you've got me to calm down. And this is what I'm saying. People are behind the screen that like, talk too much on the net, but when it's real life, it's nothing. But when you start to pull up, they'll be stuttering and doing all sorts. But this anything. is what I don't get. Like, Ask Femia was actually toxic. Looking yeah, back, it was. It them, was so them toxic. anonymous platforms where Damn. you ask people questions. Yeah, they should be abolished. Nah, because some people actually got bullied to the point where they wanted to commit suicide. Suicide. Like, yeah, actually, it's not a joke. But not luckily, like, we had each other in school, innit? We had yeah. we always had each other's backs. Like, uh, yeah, that's what I like. I feel like we've always been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're in a situation or I'm a situation, I know 
You know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be... No, nah, honestly, oh, not pulling up, guys. She's pulling up. No, no. honestly, we'll be... We'll be... We'll back each other. And that's... And that's... And that's that's a good thing. That's... I think that's good. Having yeah, that obviously, strong, that's how it has to be. Like, that strong relationship. You, you try to play with one of us, you've got to deal with the rest. That's just... I think, to be fair, that's just how our family dynamic is. Like, we don't... We don't tolerate disrespect. Even mm-hmm. when it comes to Baba. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is that. But yeah, so year nine, yeah. So how was it for you, like making um new friends how was that yeah it was it was calm it was just i think obviously the situations that happened with friends yeah weren't related to what happened with nene it was just more of a thing where that was at the back of my mind and then certain mm. situations happened and whatnot but like i said it is what it is and to be fair i'm grateful because it's made me who i am today mm-hmm, alhamdulillah and i'm a very strong woman you very are. very 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 strong woman you are. So it takes a lot to really try and tear me down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as these people were making comments about mum and, oh, she's not really dead. Like, you're lying about your mum being dead. Like, in my head, I think at the time I was just like, wow, there are really people who say these horrible things mm-hmm. in this world. Like, mm-hmm. not everyone's like us or raised mm-hmm. like us. Yeah. Um, obviously, coming to uni is what really made me open my eyes and realise mm-hmm. that everyone's upbringing is different yeah different level yeah but in school it was more like yeah like making friends was calm yeah wasn't really an issue just kind of had an issue making like real friends I guess Mm -hmm. because I kind of just yeah yeah it was just one of those ones to be fair yeah so, yeah, I think for me, you know, I started year 11 quite late in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I don't know. Um, I don't think making friends was hard for me, to be honest. It wasn't hard. It, was, it wasn't hard. I think my secondary school um, experience, I don't think it was um, that bad, you know. But it's, it's when I went to university, that's when things started hitting me, you know. Um, but as a secondary school, yeah, I, 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 I mean, as for, in terms of support, I, I don't think I had that personally for me. I don't think I had that. What from um, the school? Yeah, I don't think I did. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't remember getting any support. Um, and obviously, you know, like me being the oldest, you know, I didn't really show in much um, uh, emotions, you know, because obviously I'm trying to be the strong one for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are like, you know, there's there, there's four of us in total. You know, I, I had to basically step up. You know, like I said in my previous episode, I didn't ha- have that time to actually sit down and, you know, grieve properly and actually take be in tune with my emotions and be like, raw, like, this really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of thing. That I couldn't do that because obviously I had to be there for, for you and for, you know, and Vinta and Khadija. Because obviously you guys, are, I'm not like my, I basically was trying to do the whole mother obviously i'm not i'm not the mum but that's what it that's the that's what's that's like the, my responsibility at the time you know because obviously i want to support dad as well mm-hmm. you know so i yeah i don't remember getting any support from um what's from second i don't remember getting any of that i'm not gonna lie you know so maybe it's because of the teachers that you had because i don't yeah, even maybe, remember who your tutor was maybe, to be fair maybe maybe but. yeah um but yeah, so I made my, yeah, my second school experience was different. I just was going up about my day, you know, come to school, go to my lessons, you know, revise my GCSEs and that's it really. I didn't really, obviously mum was on my mind all the time, but 
it wasn't a thing where I, I didn't know I, I, I didn't have anyone to turn to really because like yeah. I said I had to I my I I was putting you guys before me because obviously I wanted obviously there has to be someone to be you know the backbone and that unfortunately was me you know um but alhamdulillah you know I I, I don't regret that because obviously even though you know holding in emergency like stuff is not good for you I also obviously want to make sure that you guys were all right at the end of the day um yeah but yeah it's definitely cool last like I said my second school experience wasn't I really can't really say it was it was bad I think for me mostly it was university um how, but what about sixth form how was sixth form for you because I know you went to a different school didn't you yeah, but I think six one was calm. To be fair, was it? Yeah, same here. To be honest, I don't six think one was all right. Yeah, six one wasn't. It wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't that bad either. Because it's really full on. So really and truly, all you have to think about is your A levels. Yeah, if we're being true. completely honest. Well, or I didn't B-techs. do A levels. Sorry, I did um, B techs. All right, you know. But um, um, but yeah, now B techs still we have to do like hella like you know courses. Yeah, exactly. Like you was always you was yeah, always doing something for six forms. So that's no, true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I think uni, even for me, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I still haven't reached the point where I've sat down and mm-hmm. I've grieved properly mm-hmm. because uni for me was like I was going through a lot. Yeah, like first year, like it was just. A lot of other things going on in my life mm-hmm. um, in uni as well, like my first year, like second year, you know, just in general, there was just a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. The workload was obviously a lot too. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep myself busy, you know, um, mm-hmm. trying to be there for people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of like grieving, no, no, mm-hmm. I think that only actually happened. Mm-hmm. A little bit, like I said, I don't think I've done it like fully yet. When I went to therapy, oh yeah. So when I went to therapy, mm. I remember like oh, I will never forget this day. Like there was, we had two sessions. Mm-hmm. The first one was um about upbringing and mm-hmm. the roles that everyone that was in my upbringing played, and then the second one and how that linked to like the closeness of like how close me and Nana were. And then the second session was the actual death and like the lead up to it, the event itself and the aftermath of it all. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, like I was reading into my attachment style. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, I can't, I was just intrigued to know what my attachment style was. And I remember I asked my therapist, I was like, oh, mine says that I'm, I forgot what it's called, but it's the one where you're like scared to be um, abandoned. I forgot the name of it, but the mm-hmm. one where you're scared to be abandoned. And I was reading into it and it said that, oh, someone has probably abandoned you in your life before. And that's why you're, you're like this kind of thing. And I remember I asked my therapist, I was like, technically speaking, I've never really been abandoned as a child. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they mean by abandoned. And then she was like, oh, you have been abandoned. And I was like, at first I was like, what the hell is she talking about me being <laughs> abandoned? Yeah. And then she was like, you have been abandoned in the sense of your mum left you at a time that you didn't want her to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. 
damn. Everything made sense to me. Then I was like, raw. You know what? That's actually true. Even though obviously it wasn't like it was her decision, but it happened. And it was just very random, very out of the blue. But she's no longer here. So I felt like she left me. And that's why I am the way I am in terms of my attachment style. So I was like, oh my God, like, that's oh actually, yeah, trust me. I, oh my that's God, deep, that's, that's deep, you know. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my God, I did not know this. But then when I went to therapy, it just made me know myself more, like realize who I am, mm. my values, my like culture, everything. Like it mm. kind of tied into one. And even growing up now, obviously I'm 24 now. Mm. I see mum and myself every day. Mm. Like very similar, like similarities. There's a lot of similarities that we have. Mm. Similarities. I'm not even speaking English. Very similar um, characteristics mm. in terms of even work. Yeah. I'm a workaholic. Yeah, you are. It's bad. But I like to get the money. <laughs> you got to oh, do what you got to do. I don't know. I don't know. Guys, I don't know why she should turn the American by the no, way. But no, but it's true. They're like, <laughs> So me, nah, like, yeah, I just feel weird. Like I, if I'm sat at home yeah, for a whole week doing nothing, I will lose my mind. I can't mm-hmm. do that. I need to work. I need to grind. Like, and watching mm-hmm. her, like growing up watching her do that, it's like motivated me to always be like that. Mm-hmm. But even just that, like a lot of people now, especially when I have like my natural hair out, Mm-hmm. It was like, you look so much like your mom and this and that. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Even just like, I'd say, you know, my, like how I'm like a fiery person. Mm-hmm. I get that from her because dad's not really like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's more just, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Because mm-hmm. I'm just growing mm-hmm. older and older. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, mm-hmm. this is a bit weird, but, you know, mm-hmm. we're here now. But yeah, I haven't really had the time to sit down because I've always been busy as well even after uni I went straight into working yeah I think but did the hour weeks do you think you're you're uh, um, I don't know maybe maybe is that a way is that a way of you like trying to like you being busy right is obviously you don't want to think about it is that are you trying to avoid those thoughts about honest yes it is because when I'm going through something yeah in the past when I've been through something like traumatic or something that really bothers me or hurts me mm-hmm. me I'll go there I'll go to work I'm working my ass I'll come home sleep go back to work like I'm not trying to be alone obviously because I don't live at home anymore as well mm-hmm. it's easier for me to like kind of drown in my own thoughts yeah so I will work to avoid Towards, sitting there yeah. thinking about certain things because I don't want to think about it because I know if I think about it I'm going to be sad and I don't like to be sad guys i don't like to be sad so yeah. but then again obviously like i think this is my mistake obviously trying to be busy holding things in because it would eventually like come and haunt you and that's what i've learned you know i think the message that people need to understand like it's actually okay it's actually it's generally okay to generally just like just breathe Okay, you don't need to be grinding every single day. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing that because one, eventually your body's gonna tell you. The boys will definitely tell you that it's tired, 
right? And if you're overworking yourself, mm-hmm. that's just gonna, you know, it's gonna affect your health. I mean, and house is, you know, like I say, house is wealth. I think that's the quote. I don't know, I don't know if it's how they say, it, but yeah, that's what I, you know, that is your house is important. If you know these jobs, they don't care about you. Let's that's be true. Real. If you die today, they'll replace you tomorrow. It, they don't care about you. They don't care about you. You know, mm-hmm. that's why it's, it's important. Let's say if you have, a, if you're on, you don't work, you just want to work on a, a certain day, and you want to go out to work. Nah. Just, just, just relax. I mean, I do that a lot more now. Like I, obviously, even today. Yeah. They messaged me. They wanted me to work. And I was thinking about, I was like, mm, shall I go? Then I was like, you know what? No, because let me just have a chill weekend for once, you know? Yeah. And just not do anything and just stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, actually nothing wrong. Just being. Being at home. And just. In your yard. Yeah. Being at yard. And, and just. You know, Chilling, watching a movie, Chilling, be, be with, watching you know, a series. Exactly, being with people that you know. Or being around friends and family. Exactly, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because I, I don't know what it is with this generation, what this whole grinding, grinding. Yeah, the, I, me, personally, I don't agree with that, personally. Yeah, you could need a Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Okay, cool. But then... Don't overwork yourself. Exactly, or you know when people say you, sh- you shouldn't be sleeping, you should be... Gr- um, sorry, I, I I am gonna be sleeping. Thank you very much. We should be grinding. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna be grinding much. I'm sleeping. I am sleeping. Sorry, I I don't uh, like. I, I'm seeing a lot of people trying to take that in that whole grinding mentality. No, nah, no. Nah. But you know what it is. Do you know what the funny thing is? What? Yeah, go on. Tyler. It's just social media. It is social media. Now nah, people make it. social media their reality. Because if you put your phone down mm-hmm. and I touch grass, touch grass outside, you know, you like. Fam, there's more to life than what people put out on socials. There's more to girls getting Birkins. There's more to man them getting a Rolex. There's more to buying the latest whip. None of this stuff matters when you die. Yeah. None of it matters when you die. So the way I even live my life now, Mm -hmm. I have to enjoy every moment with every single person that I value Mm. and care for. And obviously, you know, I want them to do well for themselves. That's why I spend a lot of times now, like, I spend a lot of um, my time with most of my friends. Or, like, I'll try and come down to Milton Keynes more often. Because remember before, I wouldn't really come down like that. But yes. now, I'm like, you know what? Let me go down more often. Let me actually make time. Mm-hmm. And not just be working seven days of the week. Because it's just, no, nah, it's not worth it. All this mm-hmm. materialistic stuff, it's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. These girls be lying on the net saying oh if you don't buy me a Birkin or if you don't buy me this or that on the third I'm gonna leave him babes he cheated twice and he still stayed so what are you doing oh dear what are you doing yeah it's just, cap. I don't care yes. what I said it's actually all cap like people can lie to the net all they want but let's see who actually holds weight in real life yeah That's yeah I see like I'm not with the whole social media stuff yeah if, man. isn't it but yeah. let's see what like what is your purpose in this life yeah done? are you yeah, having got person yeah we're going to talk about the whole you know the safe um aspects of that because obviously i feel like you know this dunya anyway people tend to forget that it's not it's not real it's mm-hmm. fake it's temporary we're not gonna you know be here forever but we're gonna talk about that in a bit but yeah um so yeah, university. Yeah, so the therapy. So yeah, let's talk about therapy actually, because um, I I remember you, you know I did therapy right. I told you in it that I did therapy. Yeah. In you, I, well, I did it in Nottingham. 
but I didn't like the the therapist because she wasn't getting me in terms of like cultural, you know, differences. And then obviously when I went uh, when I moved to Plymouth, I did do a session there. Even though she like she wasn't a black therapist, but she understood. I think she had like at least that knowledge in terms of like culture, right? Mm-hmm. So I did quite. I think I did like six sessions, and I think therapy for me, I didn't. I, I like. I like obviously like talking about things and then obviously hearing another perspective that makes sense to me and and then obviously I I can be like raw like I didn't think about that you know kind of thing. So what what do you like? What is your opinion on therapy? Do you think therapy is a thing where it should be pushed out more, or do you feel like it really depends on like it depends on the individual? What do you think about therapy? I think it depends on the individual because therapy is not for everyone. Not everyone finds it easy to open up and speak about their emotions or yeah. or traumatic event or period of their lifetime mm-hmm. that they've never really spoken about like yeah. it's not easy even with me like at first it, it felt a bit weird but then I kind of you know opened up to it more and what I took away from therapy to this day is still even helping me and mm-hmm. it's helped me in, in terms of like my emotions, not letting mm-hmm. my emotions overpower me as a person. Mm-hmm. I think I used to do that a lot in the past where I just mm-hmm. get upset and just be like, you know what, forget yeah, it. I mean, I'm going to stay in bed. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong, obviously, with being, you know, I mean, I mean, you're more emotional than, than me. And, it, I, and there's nothing I'm wrong with that. Like you guys. I'm not an emotional person, okay? I'm dead now. But, but there's nothing wrong with that. Though. I don't see why people tell me. Nah, there isn't. There isn't. There, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if that's you as an individual, then that's then that's you, and no one can um take you um uh, take that away from you, innit? But um, if you let's say if what advice would you give to someone that is seeking therapy? Give it your all and just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. If it's not for you, it's not for you. There's other ways you can kind of let out whatever it is that you need to let out. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, me, I like writing. So I have a journal. Love, love. Yeah. People look at me like I'm a weirdo when I say that, but I don't care. Me, I love writing, okay? Mm-hmm. I genuinely enjoy it. It's something that I'm really good at. So I can express my emotions very well by writing it down and whatnot. So I have a journal. And before mm-hmm. therapy, I never had a journal. And then when I spoke to my therapist and they, and they were like, oh, you know, the things that I used to love doing as a child, one mm-hmm. of them was writing stories on Wattpad. If you know, you know. Oh my God, Wattpad, <laughs> what a throwback. No, for real, like when in school, like hella stories. At one point, I remember I wrote a play in year mm-hmm. six and because I did so well, like the teachers were gassed. They made me read it out in front of the whole class and I was like, um, okay, I didn't know I was this good, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, like if you enjoy writing, do that. If you enjoy going for walks to get a bit of a breather, I do that a lot. Like, it was actually bad at one point. I used to go to, like, for walks at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. But I lived in, a, like, a safe area at that time. Um, so it wasn't too bad. Mm. But if you like going for walks and just clearing your mind, do that. If you like going for a drive and clearing your mind, do that. If you like being around your friends then do that like all of these things that make you feel like you're not alone and 
make you feel more relieved, then just do it. Like no one's going to judge you or look at you sideways. Like, yeah, people will say whatever they have to say, but at the end of the day, you come first and your well-being mm-hmm. comes first too. So you've got to do what's right for yourself. Yeah, no, I am um, 100% uh, agree because um, also when I, when, what I want to add to that is, because obviously I've done, you know, I've, I have a degree in casting, so I get but I feel like if you're thinking, mashallah, sis, Nice. Thanks, thanks, thanks. We love but not honestly, yeah. if if you're thinking of you know going into therapy, I think the first thing you should do is do your research, um, because I think people people don't understand there's different type of therapies, right? There's the CBT, there's the psychodynamic, the humanistic, person centered. Oh, there's a bit diff- technical now, guys. No, no, honestly, there's different types of therapies, and I feel like once you do your research and you find some a therapist you know that makes sense for you then whenever you feel like well, there's no rush whenever you feel like you're ready then go for it mm-hmm. you know um yeah that's what I wanted to add but yeah yeah therapy yeah there's a lot of like you know stigma around it you know especially like in the black and you know Muslim community yeah um I just I, I know there's um what I've, I've been seeing um a lot on social media is I'm seeing a like a lot of like like Muslim mental health pages, which is really good, and black, you know, uh, mental health pages as well, which is really good. Um, I know that I, on my it's a presence page, I follow the Muslim, so Muslim youth helpline, which is good. It's good seeing that because obviously there's a whole stigma. Like if you're, you know, if you have a you're going through a mental health crisis, you know, they say that as the jinn or you know, or it's loud. Oh, if you know, start talking about that. We're gonna be here. No, no, but honestly, we've got to talk about it because because you know, it's it's no. You can't be saying that to someone that has that has gonna have this depression or you know, you can't be saying that. You know, you gotta find that's what I'm saying, you need to be able to do your research, find tools to support someone, mm-hmm. you know, um, that is going through something. You know, because obviously I remember when I went to the GP, I remember this was in Plymouth times. And mm-hmm. I, I was just very, very, very feeling very, very low. And obviously, I went to the GP, and obviously, they, the doctor said that it's, it's depression. Like I, I knew that, I knew, it, I, I got a feeling it was that. But it also, I wanted to obviously hear it from a medical, you know, professional, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, he said it's, it's depression. And um, what I didn't like about going to the GP about that is what he did, what he gave me was just antidepressants. That didn't work for me because all it did for me was just make me sleep better. That's it. Because I, I couldn't sleep at night because I was overthinking too much. Um, mm-hmm. But um, when, yeah, when I went to go to the doctor, they just gave me antidepressants and that was it. I'm just like, wow, is this how, is this how you know, the, the healthcare uh, deal with, uh, with um, someone that has depression? Just give them medication. A lot of people do that though like a lot of um, healthcare professionals they tend to like just rather than look into it and actually find out what it is for what it is they'd mm-hmm. rather just give you like the generic kind of oh just take some antidepressants and you'll be fine because I had a friend that also um took them during uni but they didn't help her at all she felt better when she wasn't on them so mm-hmm. it's a bit like how do we make sure that the GP that you're seeing is actually giving you the right medication? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They should do the necessary checks that they have to do 
to find out mm. what the diagnosis is. Because you can't just be given antidepressants to just everyone. Yeah, to everyone. It just says, yeah, this is my thing. You can't just giving it to anyone. And then that's it. I feel like there needs to be that whole, what's it called? Bring out, just give it, just bring out an awareness to support. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why I made my, my page, you know, this is why I'm I'm doing this podcast, you know, low key, because I feel like, like I said, when and she's going to be consistent, guys. Isn't that right, Umu? Mm-hmm. Inshallah. No, no, honestly, because obviously when, when you know, my mom died, like, I didn't, for me, they, I didn't know who to go to for support. Honestly, I didn't know. I did not know who to go to. I did not know, you know? And I don't think there's, there's, uh, there's someone out there that has, that's had a platform, right? And they spoke about, like, the implications of obviously when a, a person, like a, a young person, is, you know, lost their, their, their parents. You know, I haven't seen someone speak about that. That's the whole reason why I made this podcast. I always want to give, be, be like, give that, be able to like bring that awareness in it. You know, and I feel like it's, it's important as well. It's important because like a lot of people are going, are going through the same thing as us. You know, losing a, a parent or, lo- or even losing both, you know, which is, which is crazy. Here on Ladando. It's really, really crazy. But let's, let's talk about university actually. Um, in terms of like your support system around there, because I remember, okay, I, ha- I had, I did therapy, I did therapy, but in terms of friends, and I, I will forever, forever be grateful for this friend, Rufaya. She knows this. She knows this. Yeah, may Allah continue to bless her. And this life and next. Now, but honestly, um, I remember I was very, um, I remember this, uh, this was in the second year, student lodge days you know not in them right <laughs> yeah nottingham not not even bait in that location but okay. much, you know, that 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 place was was something else now honestly though i'm i was feeling very very low upset um yeah it was about mom and i remember i think i must have messaged her yeah she did she came and stayed with me the whole day the whole day till next the next day guys literally she slept over and everything made sure i was good that I'll never forget. You know, honestly, Rafael knows how much I appreciate her for doing that. I really, really do. Um, and that's something that I will forever cherish, you know. Because I don't know about you, Jennifer, but you know when you like post like Nene, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get like a lot of messages and then people are saying you are so strong. Do, do you like hearing that? No, I, I, I don't. can't lie. I hate pity. I hate it when people are like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I get it. Obviously, it's like done with like good intention and stuff. But it's just, I don't know. Because I feel like some people just do it and it's not genuine. Mm. They're just saying it to just say it. But yeah, I don't like the whole. That's why I stopped posting her, to be fair. Yeah, I really, really didn't like the whole getting messages and then even feeling more upset than again it's my fault for posting because that mm-hmm. could easily be avoided. So yeah. I just don't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't do it anymore as well because I think for me it's overwhelming to get a lot of messages like that. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's overwhelming. But yeah, so yeah. So in terms of like your support from friends, university, like how was that for you? I would say it was there. But then at the same time, I don't think I really had moments where I was like, super upset about Nene so 
yeah, obviously when it came to her birthday, because her birthday is two days after mine, so we celebrated together on the 10th. Um, it was hard, but I would mostly be alone, to be fair. Like, I, it's not like I really messaged anyone. Obviously, mm-hmm. there were people that knew, but they never really went out their way to, you know. But I didn't take that personally because I didn't expect that anyway. It was just more of a thing where it was just like, yeah, like it's her day today. I'll just have a chill day, watch series, call you, call Binta as usual, call Khadiza. And yeah, just talk to you guys and talk to dad. Yeah, like we'd always speak to dad as well, like on the day. So for me, it was more, I was, I think I was more by myself than I thought mm-hmm. I was, but not in a bad way because I kind of liked it that way. I'd rather it be like that than people be around me and feel sorry for me and because I, I don't really like that so so is that is that um sympathy in it I genuinely um hear that that's why I just now I just stop posting um that and stuff and if you know you know well obviously people are going to know now for sure mm-hmm. but there are like there are still people who don't know mm. or like when they when we would post it like a few years back, they would be so shocked because mm-hmm. it's not something that we constantly Talk speak about. Yeah, yeah, like it's not, you know. It was a big part of our lives and it still is. Mm-hmm. But we don't make that like our personality in a way. Mm-hmm. We'll let it completely take over and not want to do well for ourselves. Because if anything, I feel like there's people who lose a parent or lose parents and they spiral down into like a complete different kind of world Mm. where they can't come back from certain stuff in it where it's just they do things like they get sucked up into the life of doing drugs and drinking and thinking that life is not worth living and x y and z which is really sad Mm. but then you also have people who want to make the parents proud so they'll go above and beyond to do that like we have if that makes mm-hmm. sense so yeah. no honestly we yeah we definitely have um, accomplished a lot of things mm-hmm. definitely like a lot um a lot and yeah it's now big up us for real um but obviously it's still like people need to understand grieving has no expiry date you can be grieving every day you know, there's, there can be days, like for me, example, I, there can be days I'm finding it, but then there's days I'm really upset, you know. Like, it, the grieving process, is, it comes and goes. It, it can hit you at any time. Like, yesterday, <laughs> I was I was, I was was down yesterday in the morning. I was really, I don't know, I just woke up. You know, mum was always in my mind, but I was really, really, like, down. I, I was upset. I was upset. And um, I, came, I came into work, and obviously, I got that email from one of my a uh, young person obviously she was um she was it was probably the most nicest email that I've got you know she appreciated me as being her key worker and it was just nice to he you know to be appreciated that, that put me in a really good mood um but yeah I think people to understand that grieving never stops it, it never stops but it's just a, a process but I feel like I don't know how it seemed like for me in terms of you I don't know I feel like 
I, I think I'd, I, we would text each other, you know, if we were upset or we would talk on the phone, you know. I feel that was our support. Mm-hmm. We, we went to, I mean, I went, I came to Nottingham, obviously, for, and then you came, but then obviously I moved to Plymouth, you know. Um, and I feel like, yeah, we still had that support from one another, which I think is, is, a, is a good thing. You know, like, I think I've literally kept becoming stronger. I don't know about yeah. you. No, I agree, to be fair. I feel like whenever we felt down and whatnot, we always reach out to each other mm. um, and make the other person feel better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, also, I'm very, like, obviously grateful that we still have the uh, relationship is so strong to this day. Don't let anyone get in between, you know, our relationship that's never going to happen and I'm glad that hasn't happened to this day like alhamdulillah you know um yeah I just hope it continues to get um um stronger yeah it's just definitely yeah and I just want to say as well guys I think one of the main things that definitely helps in terms of feeling better mm. um is prayer mm, yeah we'll talk about faith yeah once you Accept the fact that the only thing that will benefit them in the hereafter is to actually pray for them, make dua for them, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Then mm-hmm. you'll obviously you won't really get over it, but you will start to feel better in terms of at least you're doing something that will benefit them in the grave. You know, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. definitely helped as well. Yeah. So let's talk about faith then, because obviously in my previous episode I said, you know, when that happened with, with Nene, um, like Judogol. Oh, Judogol means praying, by the way. Um, yeah, praying wasn't there for me personally. My iman was very, um, very low. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I think I was disconnected um, towards um, towards the dean, very disconnected. I don't know how, how, it, was, how it was for you, um, the dean. I think at the time I I felt the same as well, mm-hmm. but I th- I'd say for the past year mm-hmm. or two now, I've been getting like closer um to the dean as well, like in terms of my imam and you know like my just the way I feel in general, um. And my core principles, my characteristics, all of those things, you know, they all tie in together at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like, obviously, when you're younger, you're just like, your parents telling you to pray, you're thinking, oh, like, why are they telling me to pray? This is not understood. But trust me, it's beneficial. And I feel better when I, to when I pray, yeah. especially when I pray on time. Yes. Yeah, especially when you pray fadir on time, right? Bro, your day goes... Alhamdulillah, it goes really, really well. The faith plays a part as well in terms of like how, in terms of like the grieving process for me anyway. Um, like I said, when COVID happened, obviously I didn't know, I just had a wake up call to obviously try to become a better Muslim. Because obviously I do want to be reunited with Nene in mm-hmm. Jannah. Jannah. Jannah means heaven, by the way. Um, so obviously when I, when I had that wake up call, I, I had to cut, out certain things from my life I, I had to in terms of like you know 
just not trying to do the wear that do the fake hair and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I sent Alma said that a snap as well to all of my Muslim and non-Muslim friends. I'm not the person who like without my um without like not with my hair showing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was a big step for me personally. That took a lot of courage for me to do that. But Alhamdulillah, I I did that. Um, and also, like just cutting out the bad habits, you know. Back in the uni days, I used to be out, out there, you know, like, <laughs> like I've met it, wasn't it? And now I just, I just, I've cut that out completely because how I see it now, this is not me becoming, this is not me doing a whole sheikh or anything, but this is like just genuinely being honestly real with, with myself. And also I want to be honest with, on this podcast as well, on this episode as well. Um, But when you, when you like go to like all these parties, right, or you're doing the drink and whatnot, how I my mindset is now. What does how does that benefit me? Like, let's let's be real. Like how does that benefit me? Mm. Like, standing in the club or being at a motive, it doesn't bring no value towards me. Nothing. If if we like I said, if I want to get to a stage where you know I'm the goal is to to strive for Jannah, then all these little habits that is blocking that my that you know that that um that strivings that I have mm-hmm. is blocking it you know and obviously like I said you know may Allah obviously grant Nena the highest rank of Jannah okay. I mean um you know I I genuinely I just feel like right now like my iman is you know there's going to be days my iman is really high and obviously there's going to be times when my iman is really low but inshallah Allah sees that I'm trying my hardest in it like in terms of like for example prayer right if I miss a prayer I don't know about you but I have that guilty feeling like I don't feel I don't feel right when I miss a prayer mm-hmm. it's not it's not a nice feeling to have it's, it's not a nice feeling to have um but yeah when you have that wake-up call trying to become a better Muslim I'm, I'm telling you now a lot of things that people are doing out there in this society would not appeal to you and that's where I'm at the, right, right now. It doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, there might be temptations where, oh, if I see a day party, like, yeah, I want to go to this day party, yeah, yeah. But then I would have to try and t- talk myself out out of it and be like, oh, like, why are you going there? That's blocking, like, like I said, that, that path. You're trying to strive for Jenna. That's, you shouldn't be at a, uh, in a, in a, in a place like that because it doesn't do any good to, to, for you, you know? And what people tend to forget as well, like, you know, death can happen at any time. You like, like for example, Nene. Mm-hmm. We weren't obviously we weren't expecting that. You know, no one was expecting that. It was unexpected. You know, and you when you hear like people dying at our age or people younger than us, that's a wake up call. That that is a wake up call. You know, to try and to try and become a better in Muslim, better individual. You know, no one's saying, oh, you know, for example, when Ramadan happened. Ramadan finished no one's saying oh you know you have to be the perfect Muslim nah no one's saying that it's you trying to become a better Muslim you, you gotta put like these boundaries in place you mm-hmm. know even though it's gonna obviously it's gonna be hard not obviously it's gonna happen overnight it's, it's it's a journey you know and that's where I'm at right now because obviously the purpose in this life we, we know what the purpose is as Muslims we know what the purpose is everyone knows what the purpose is you know, everyone knows, you know. So I think when it came to the, when I started praying more regularly, I think that also brought peace within 
my heart within myself you know I don't know about you how what what like what are your thoughts I mean I agree with everything that you're saying to be fair I feel Mm -hmm. the same like it's more so that like how do I word this everyone has their own journey Mm -hmm. everyone has their own path when it comes to religion Mm -hmm. so I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. um Allah won't put you in a situation that you won't be able to handle so Mm-hmm. For me, it's more like if someone's going through certain things or they're doing certain things that they shouldn't be doing, I'll pray for them, try and guide them. But I know I'm not perfect myself, so I'm not going to, like, you know, make them feel like, oh, they can't open up to me or they can't tell me certain things because. I'll look at them a certain way. No, I'd rather you just tell me so I can help you because I mm-hmm. like to help people a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And in terms of prayer as well, like you said, it's the only thing that really benefits us in the hereafter. So mm-hmm. that is definitely something that should be incorporated within your daily routine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, prayer definitely. Um, and um, making dua as well a lot that help that benefits oh and doing know doing charity as well you know that that's what benefits someone that passes away you know not not like that's what i stopped posting pictures of mom because mm-hmm. i know it doesn't really benefit her like that's just me being real um it really doesn't it really 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 doesn't yeah um, but yeah i feel like yeah i feel like once you get used to like praying your salah, your five daily prayers, you're gonna when you miss that one prayer, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna feel all sorts. Yeah, it's true. You're gonna feel very true. All sorts of um, you know. But yeah. I'm glad that I've I've had that wake up call and I I hope like everyone is, that's listening that gets that wake up call as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not too late to just try and become a it's never too late it's not and no matter it's... what you think you've done that's really bad mm-hmm. you know Allah's very forgiving so exactly just pray in it that's exactly. all I can say exactly um, so life after uni so this is like final year going you know graduating I feel like like I said at the beginning yeah you're, I can see your growth you know I can see it. Why do I feel a butt coming? <laughs> no, that's not butt. Are that's you not... sure? No, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I can. No, I can see. I've seen it. Like I, I see. Like I've just seen it from obviously when mom passed me to now. Like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's it's a it's a good thing. Honestly, honestly, yeah, it's a good sure. thing. I think as well. I was like, there's nothing wrong with showing your emotion, but I feel like. I feel like before, yeah, you was very emotional, but now I feel like you you have managed to like control that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's, like there's nothing wrong with show your 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 emotions. But I know when you're obs- I feel like before you were more you were more closed off with your emotions, which is fine, just fine. But now you're more able to like like when you're upset or down. Like, I feel like I can sense that with you anyway. Like let's say if we're talking on text, mm-hmm. I can sense that. You know, and also if I ask you, you're upset, you're able to like open up a bit about it. Because I feel like you never used to do that before. Yeah, because before I would not like go yeah. on 
turn off my phone or put it on airplane mode. Yeah, yeah. If he's on, then no one would be able to reach me. It was really bad. Like, I would yeah. neglect the whole world. I don't want to speak to nobody. Not a single soul. Yeah. But now well, I'm more like, yeah. I'll let yeah. you know. And I'll be like, yeah, like, I'm being like this. This is what I'm doing now. Mm. And then I'll just, to be fair, me, I enjoy watching series. Especially if it's a true crime series. Yeah. yeah. Netflix are doing well with that. Class. Yeah. Even Amazon Prime, to be fair. They have a really good series on there. So mm. I just like to watch shows to take reminders, you know, whatever. Mm. Or I like to, weirdly enough, when I feel upset now or like down, it's really weird. But I like to research into how I want to get to where I want to get to in life mm-hmm. like ways especially if I'm like at home and I'm not going to sleep till like 2 3 a.m which is normal for me by the way I'm always up late but I will sit there I'll get my laptop and I'll just research people who are currently doing the role that I want to do or are in the field that I want to get into and I'll like go on their LinkedIn like just Google them and see what comes up to see what how they got to where they got to. I'm very like motivated by things like that, and I'm like, you know what? Right now, I feel like I haven't got all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. I haven't got everything that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, like we haven't retired dad yet or anything like that. But I know eventually we'll get there. And once we get there, it's gonna be a good day, especially for him. Inshallah. Gonna enjoy, yeah. inshallah, definitely, inshallah, inshallah, definitely. Um, I also wanted to speak about the because I remember I didn't go to um Nene's funeral. I know you went the one in London, but I I didn't go. Oh my god, yeah, I was the only one that went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how how was that? It was weird because mm-hmm. you know obviously Baba was there, but mm-hmm. I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. Even though there were tons of people that came, mm-hmm. I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. Like. Because you guys weren't there. Mm. And it was weird. Like, I don't know. I already told you that people were doing weird stuff that day anyway. Yeah. Like taking pictures and stuff, which oh, is not allowed. I don't understand why that's the thing, honestly. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, like it was a very weird day for me. And obviously loads of people that I didn't know coming up to me saying, oh, you know, I knew your mom. The usual, like what you usually hear, isn't it? And it's just, yeah, it was a bit weird. What emotions were going through, like, what, what emotions were you feeling like, during that time? Because obviously it's hard seeing Nene in, like, in the... Yeah, I mean... Basket. Like, how what was going through your mind? I was upset, obviously. I was crying. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't really interacting with people. Mm. I think the only person that I really interacted with was Baba. Mm. Like, he was the only person. So, yeah. It was a bit weird. But, um... Yeah, like I said, I, I even forgot that I was the only one that went. Yeah, you. I just yeah, felt but, so out of place. Yeah, like well, I yeah. was weird. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I I couldn't. I I don't think I was ready to see her like that. I feel like I I do have that regret of not going. I do have that regret, but I just couldn't see Nene like that. Honestly, I couldn't. I just I just couldn't. But I remember because we went. You remember we went to the hospital to see her. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't spent, but yeah, that was how how was that for you? I was going to man. That was scary. Mm. Cause you know what it looked like? It looked like she was sleeping. Yeah. But she looked lifeless at the same time. Like mm. it was we were young as well, like 
we were teenagers. I mean, it was, oh my God. I just remember Binta was allowed in the room because she was four. Yeah. Like, Binta was so young. Mm. But yeah, like, we all obviously went and it was just, everyone was crying because it was a lot. That I think that was when it really hit for everyone that it's real. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, that day was, um, I'll never forget that day, honestly. That day was um, too much. Mm. Too, too much. Uh, you know, it just wasn't, uh, it just, it was just not nice seeing her. I really wasn't. Because, you know, like you said, it looked like she was sleeping in it. Yeah. Uh, we just I wanted to hug was... her, but they didn't let us touch her. So but we, like, we just oh. couldn't. Oh. But oh. yeah, it was, it was very sad, to be fair. It was hard as well. Yeah. Because that, Cause... I think that was the first time that we saw, like, somebody who had passed away in front of us, like, yeah. directly in front of yeah. us. Because obviously we, like, we hear over, you know, when dad and used to get called, like, oh, someone passed away, someone passed away. We never see the physical, you Side know. It, yeah. Yeah, but then obviously with Nene, that was, the, that was a very hard one because it was Nene. She's obviously very close to our hearts and always will be. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we experienced something like that, like very close to home. So it was just, yeah, it was crazy. Can't lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just, I mean, I just couldn't um, go to the funeral. I just, I, even I have so, so much regret for not going to that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I I wasn't ready to. Uh, I just I just couldn't do it. I, I think I would have I would have lost it. I don't know if you think I would have lost it. Yeah. Um, just seeing her, just seeing her at the hospital was just that was a lot for all of us. That was a lot. Yeah, like a lot for all of us. Because I remember when we got into the room, I just started crying straight away. Mm-hmm. I just like just hit. Oh, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. That's yeah. why I was like, you know, personally, I just couldn't. Go to the. F- I just couldn't go to the funeral, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was very. That was um very um. That was traumatic. Very traumatic. Mm. Now, but yeah, because was there a lot of people that was at the funeral? Like a lot. Yeah, there was tons of people. Mm. I remember I was just like, "Who are these people?" Yeah, some of them were talking about you know the the usual. Oh yeah, you don't you remember me? Like I was holding you when you little. I yeah. was two years old. Do you think I remember your face? Like, come on now, let's be real. But yeah, it was it was the usual like people that I didn't really recognize that were there. But yeah, so yeah, and what I could imagine that was that must have been a lot for you because obviously mm-hmm. none of us were there. Um, it was just you and Bab, innit? it? Yeah, literally just me and. Me and Dad. Yeah, that must have been a lot. For both of you. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's really crazy. Yeah, I was gonna ask. This might be a bit too deep, but I, because obviously I've got like I had thoughts about this when obviously when I was at university. Um, because because obviously when the doctor was told told me that I, you know depression, sort of depression, um. I think, you know, when you have thoughts of like um, suicide, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think that there was thoughts there. I had thoughts of that. Mm-hmm. I can say that to my chest. I did. But you know when you have when you think of something but you know you're not gonna do it, but you still have that thought. Mm-hmm. I think I think there was a time at university, I think I felt very, very low to the point I've I didn't want to I was not gonna do anything, but that that was like on my mind, literally, to commit suicide. I don't know if I've told you this. I don't think you have. That's why I'm quiet and I'm like taking in what you're saying. You better spill. No, but yeah, I did. I did think. I no, I didn't think about doing it, but it was the thought was there. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I, I think it was Plymouth time. I remember, I just woke up one day. I was felt like, excuse my language. I felt like shit, and obviously that was on that was on my mind. I remember, I just was in my room. I was just very upset. Very upset, and that's that's my that's my 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 point. When when people say, "Oh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get better, you're gonna get stronger," it's not about getting better. It's about when someone is grieving. Like I said, there's no expiry date. Mm-hmm. The grieving process is a like I said, it's a process. Then no no one can tell you how to feel. That's that's what people. No one can tell you how to feel about your situation. People grieve differently. But no one can tell you how to feel, mm-hmm. you know. And this is the first time I think I I, I don't know, I don't I thought I did tell you about the whole having thoughts about suicide, but but yeah, that was there for me. Um, yeah, I just it was I've never that I felt very I I don't think I ate as well. Like me, yeah, I'm only high free. That basically mm-hmm. means I hadn't eat anything in Polar. Um, but I, mean, I, might I love how we're doing a Google Translate every time we say something in Polar, by the way. I'm so dead. No, no, honestly, I didn't. I was not feeling great. Mm. I was not feeling great. And I think what I remember what I did, I did, I think, I remember I was trying to pray. And I remember I was crying in my salah. Wow. Yeah, I was crying. But then you know when you finish praying, you you have that um, what's it called that 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 feeling of just calmness within you, in it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like for me. Like I was, wow. I remember, you know, because I remember back before I started you know, taking this seriously. I remember it was the whole going to like, listen to music, blah blah. But that doesn't really bring anything to to me. That just no, that doesn't do anything for me. But when you're when you actually like pray, pray, you know, and you're you're breaking down, you're speaking to, to Allah, you, you that feeling is unmatched. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm not gonna lie. But I don't know. It was there a time where you feel like, wow, it's, it's a wrap for me. Like I can't do this anymore. It's too much for me. I felt like that in year nine when that really? message me. Yeah, when they were talking about they saw them at KFC. I was like, I felt like, oh my God, I was so upset that, you know. But then that situation also made me realize that um, not everyone in this world is like us. Not everyone has like a good heart and whatnot. Because that's a horrible comment to say to someone who had just lost their mum, by the way. Like, to be seeing that and then people just asking questions, telling, like, when you a liar, say that they, like, oh, it's not real, da 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 like what like I was just like what the hell like I had never been exposed to that level of like being mean 
it was just horrible. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm ready to go, guys. But I never went through with it. Number one, so the I first did, time I did, so I was I've like, heard about this, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. I've not really said anything. It was a while back. But I know Bow would have been like, what the hell is going on here? You know? Um, and yeah. And I think one of the main reasons why I didn't go through with it was because um, of you guys, like my siblings. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Let me um, suck it up, find out who the person is. And like I said, we did in the end. So yeah, and that was that. But I, I felt very like low then. I, I just thought, like, how can people be so mean to someone who's just lost their mum? Like, it's yeah. just very inconsiderate because I could never do that something like that to someone. Yeah. But then again, like I said, it made me realise that not everyone's like us, so... Yeah, I mean, there's some people with, like, evil spirits around them, man. Honestly, like, my Allah continues to protect us from people like that because, yeah, that that was... Yeah, like I said, Arsipin was very, um, very toxic. Very toxic. But, um, but, yeah... I feel like we've covered everything, you know. But actually, one last thing, actually, before we end this, yeah. What advice would you give to those that are in a similar boat as us or are just going through a hard time and just, I don't know, need some inspiration? What advice would you give? Number one, stay strong. I know that's obviously what everyone hears but you should definitely try your best to stay strong and just like what's the word stay motivated if anything think about what your parent would want for you if they were here they wouldn't want you to sit in your room seven days a week crying your eyes out not showering not eating not cleaning your room not cleaning your house that's not what they would want. So just stay strong. Take it day by day. And if it gets to a point where it gets too much, you can always speak to someone about that. Um, these aren't in like any particular order, but yeah. Number two, when I tell you prayer, yeah, helps with a lot of things. And I'm not just talking about losing a parent I'm talking about losing a person in your life like even if it's someone that you were close with like you know if you lose a friend and you guys are no longer friends someone that you're no longer with because things didn't work out like everything happens for a reason in it but I promise you prayer helps when I was at my darkest and lowest times the only thing that really saved me was me praying mm -hmm. Because it definitely made me feel a lot better about myself. Made me want to get up, do the things I need to do, wrap my to-do list, tick things off, you know. Um, and that's still something that I do to this very day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a habit that's within me. So mm -hmm. I say prayer is very, 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 very important. And if you don't know how to pray or where to start, do your research or speak to someone who knows what they're talking about you know what I mean like we have TikTok YouTube you can search up anything on there nowadays no nah, not TikTok I feel like TikTok is a bit but anyway that's I can't my lie. no I can't lie opinion. TikTok 
some of the things that I'm seeing on TikTok about Islam are like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I didn't know about the religion mm-hmm. that I've learned from TikTok, you know. So TikTok is, it depends how you use it anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, it's very good to like just do your research and, you know, work your way from there. And if you, like I said, if you want to, if you don't know where to start, speak to someone about it. Don't be ashamed. You can either speak to someone you know or someone that you don't know, whichever you're comfortable with. There's mm-hmm. always a way around it. But, you know, Allah always appreciates those who try. Mm-hmm. So it's best to try than to not try at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, I think the main, main, main thing as well that is very important is to have people around you who are genuine. I repeat, genuine, yeah? When you have genuine people around you who actually know you for who you are, actually care about you and have listened to your story and are like, are inspired and want to see you do well and X, Y, and Z. All these other people that try and, you know, worm their way into your life to try and get whatever they want from you you'll just start to notice them and then you know to like you'll know how to deal with them but when you have a solid circle there is nothing that you can deal with by yourself where you'll feel like you're completely alone because even now if I'm going through something I can call up my friends I know they're not going to be like oh like they're not going to give me the value that they don't care in it it's just going to be more of a thing where okay so this has happened what's the solution where do we go from here how can we make it better rather than dwelling on the situation and being all upset? Like, yeah, obviously I get emotional sometimes. It, like life's life in it at the end of the day. But it's more of a thing where, okay, I've had my five minutes to cry or be upset. Now let's get back to the reality. How are we dealing with this issue going forward? What's the best way to go about it? And when you have a solid circle, like I said, nothing in this life can ever phase you. And in your circle, I also mean having a very good relationship with your parents, like family members, even if your parents aren't here and you have aunties and uncles who you're close to, maintaining that relationship with them, you know, mm-hmm. it's always important to have that in your life. Mm. I feel like without family, life is very difficult. So, mm. yeah, those are the three things I'd say for me personally, that are very important mm. in dealing with grief. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you dealt with it, you know? Um, <laughs> how you are dealing with grief, shall I say. I mean, everyone's different, but obviously it was just good to um, hear, hear your side of things. Because um, obviously everyone knows, like, my side of things on my previous episode, which, you, which everyone should go and listen to it if you haven't. But, um, I think I think what I want to like end it on is, like I said, we weren't expecting, you know, our mom to pass away. That was not expected at all. So please, cherish your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Like we talk, we talk um, every day. You know, I think I saw like a video on Twitter where I think a um, a two a two sisters they were argue they were arguing right. They left like on a bad note. And unfortunately, the, the the one of the sisters passed away. Now, am I living with that girl? That that girl, 
the last one, the last one you said to your sister, you were basically having an argument that you know this is this is like this is what I'm trying to get across. Like, yeah, everyone has arguments. Yes, yeah, we, we know that, but try and resolve it as soon as possible because, boy, you know, like I said, death doesn't wait for anyone. You know, you don't want it to be a thing where someone passes away and you. The last thing you said to them, you were basically cussing them. Like, imagine the guilt. You're gonna, you like, you don't want to live with that guilt. Definitely, you know? cherish your loved ones. You know, check up on people. This is why, like, how I am with my friends. They might find it annoying, but I just how I see it. Yeah, I'm gonna check up on them. You know, because this life is is crazy. This life is not our forever. Let's 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 be real. Let's 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 talk realness here. It's not gonna be our forever. It's really not. Mm. You know, cherish the ones that bring out their best. In you, in you, honestly, mm-hmm. cherish your parents as well. Honestly, if you even listen to this right now, go and hug your mom, your dad, your auntie, whatever. Text them, kiss them, whatever, do whatever. Yeah, because honestly, like I said, we did not expect for our mom to pass away. Like we did not, you know. And obviously, you know, on the last day we were with her. Alhamdulillah, like, Alhamdulillah, we were there. Like we was with her because we could have been maybe stuck in Milton Keynes, you know, but that wasn't the case. And I'm glad that wasn't the case. We actually were with her, you know, and you know, we were um, what's it called, supporting her throughout, you know, throughout the whole car journey, even though we weren't uh, in the hospital with her. Mm-hmm. But at least we, for I, I remember, I remember just holding her tight, really and truly. Um, yeah, and I'm glad that that was the last thing, you know. So just please, for those, just cherish your, especially your parents, and just if you're in like if you haven't had a, like a bad argument with anyone, try and resolve that. Don't let your ego or pride come in in your way. Like just nah, it's not worth it. Because mm-hmm. honestly, you don't want to wake up and hear some bad news and then be like, "Wow, I shouldn't have done that. Like I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done." Nah, just try and just this whole ego and pride thing. Yeah, it's, it's just it's killing our people. You know. It's, it's too too much but yeah i think we should end it on there you know mm-hmm. what do you think yeah i agree well it's been a long conversation yeah it has been a long conversation i'm, I'm gonna lie man i'm dead well, I'm a... that means that she's hungry in for those less people okay, google translate at it again okay, I'm, dead. I'm dead now honestly though i appreciate you coming on um i hope people will be you know, inspired by this, and hope it benefit others as well. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Shout out your social. I'm just gonna give my Insta because it's yeah, you My Instagram is Bowday dot beauty. Lovely. And obviously, everyone knows like, my Instagram. That is the process. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> Not right, okay. But yeah. I'll make sure you follow her account, guys. Yeah. She's gonna be more consistent, and I'm gonna make sure that she is. Because she always says, yeah, I'm going to start posting again. And then she doesn't do it. But this time, I will be... I mean, I'm working on the post right now. So that's going to drop soon, inshallah. So, yeah. Inshallah. No, but honestly, I appreciate you coming on. You're welcome. Telling your story. And hopefully, next episode, I don't know when that's going to be, but... It's going to be me again. (laughs) I'm dead. But yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. Honestly. You're welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Well, hopefully, guys, next episodes, I'll keep up to date. I'll be back. I might be co-host. Who knows? 
I'm so dead now. But now next episode, I don't know when that's going to be. But yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um, share with everyone that would benefit from it. But yeah, I'll see you guys um next time.